And we're back. How are we getting on? Today we're joined by Sinead Walsh. How are you getting on, Sinead? Not too um, bad. So a couple a couple of days ago, I was off with the girlfriend. We went off to Dublin, had the crack. And we've seen Sinead up on stage, absolutely tearing the place apart. It was like, just incredible. Um, so how long have you been a comedian? <laughs> Um, so it's nearly three years. It's a couple of months off three years now, and um, with obviously a big fat pandemic in the middle of that time. Yeah, um, a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a note there for anyone who missed that. Uh, yeah. So, were you doing shows during like you know people were doing Zoom? People just gave up. Which did you do? Yeah. No. Um. So after um i suppose after two weeks of doing absolutely nothing um yeah i i started doing the online gigs the first one i remember it was like holy fuck what are we doing like honestly cam sex would probably have been easier than, than cam <laughs> comedy <laughs> um no but it you know you do you find your rhythm with it and it got interesting then because like there was plenty of corporates looking for you know performers comedians anyone that could do with entertainment drag queens like that kind of thing so yeah it was kind of like it was a bit um how to put this not awkward like we were super grateful for it but like it took a lot of learning you know and then I suppose by the time this year rolled around we were all kind of well into the the mix but I suppose November October November of last year I started um my own online thing every Sunday and it was uh, inspired by, I don't know if you know the comedian, Sarah Milliken. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was doing like a three euro ticket show or a three pound ticket show um, where it was like her and other comic mates. And they were just trying new material uh, just five minutes every week. And um, yeah, so my my ex uh, who I was with at the time was like, you know, maybe you should you should give this a go and have like a front row. That was something that I really loved about that show. Um, that she kept the front row unmuted and um, it really added to the atmosphere because you could hear them laugh and you could like their cameras were on you could see their expressions and stuff like that so that really appealed to me and there wasn't really any shows kind of I suppose around at our level that were kind of trying things like that so I just gave it a go Um, really popular with the audience I done digital tip jars um, split the money out between the comics Um, like I'm not going to sit here and pretend there was like huge sales or anything but like I mean there was like 15 20 people on each one Um, I remember a group of my friends that lived together there's like seven of them or there was seven of them living together they'd always tune in so and I'd leave most people unmuted you know laughing away and that kind of thing so um, yeah so we done that for a couple of months and that's how the Sunday rollover became became a thing I suppose so yeah so that was my lockdown sorry that was a long answer there <laughs> No, you're fine and uh, I, I always say when people say that it's like if you answered yes and no we would be over very fast yeah, yeah. <laughs> the world's quickest podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> how you doing good bye okay yeah good podcast yeah well, it, it, you're saying with like the low numbers it's better you got anything in the first place yeah. like fair fucks and like most people did nothing so again fair fucks thanks man yeah you know I think there's a lot of comics out there that are very, very skilled with like video sketches and things like that. And it's not that I don't enjoy doing them. I just never have the time to like, or, or maybe the brain capacity. I don't know. But like, I, I don't think of comedy 
like that you know if something funny happens now or i think of something funny i think of it in terms of a stand-up routine but like some comics are excellent at making video sketches and you know you, you look at the likes of like darren conway sean um oh what's his name is it sean o'rourke um and like other comics like that justine stafford another one absolutely excellent the pumping out the video content and really like high quality from in a comedy terms you know funny funny stuff so for me there's not more painful than a video sketch that just doesn't it like was obviously funnier in the creator's head I suppose than it the end result is so um yeah I think just play playing to strengths and stuff an online night made more sense to me to put my time into than video sketches and I did do like don't get me wrong I did a number of them and I was part of a group one as well which was interesting to do remotely but um look all really positive I think you know now we're in a situation where the scene is populated by people that work their asses off over lockdown and for for other people that didn't do much over lockdown like you know they're coming back into the mix too but certainly at a a much more nervous pace I suppose you know it's an interesting one it is it's really interesting but I think it really in a way it separates the wood from the trees as well you know I've seen that with a lot of entertainment industries Mm. Uh, people who started working during the pandemic they went fucking miles uh, we, we know a couple of comedians in the states did exactly that and like anywhere they went to every open mic that was available every everything that was going on just to keep practicing yeah. and um, even streamers or other YouTubers yeah. just started hammering now because okay I have six months to do whatever might even get paid by it, paid for yeah. it so fucking Go ham. 100%. So, you know, yeah. my, my buddy Cornelius Patrick O'Sullivan from Cork, he, uh, Some name. you know, mm. yeah, 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 it's great, <laughs> right? Or, or Con, as we call him for short. Um, I was on the phone to Con on Sunday, actually, before before the rollover. I wanted to ask his advice on something, and he was there with the great advice, as always. But, you know, we were talking about, um, we were just talking about people who were back at it hard and people who, we kind of hadn't heard from you know since the pandemic and all that and he said you know comedy it's like mints on a football pitch that's what stage time is mints on a football pitch and the more you get the more you practice and the more you perfect so yeah that's it's like muscle training you know yeah yeah and like you said by yourself like you know you're you're kind of in the stand-up now like we've had guests on who'll be very into like the sketch comedy mm-hmm. and it's all about what you kind of focus your time into and kind of like you find a kind of find your groove in it like we've had um what's it like sir steve one like yeah he'll, yeah he'll, he'll be immortalized as the yeah. you know the, the, the racist old farmer kind yeah. of character kind of guy yeah he's done yeah. it so well he's yeah. he struggles in telling people that's not him yeah yeah, yeah. i remember the first time meeting him and he wasn't shouting at me i'm like what's wrong with you like hey buddy properly <laughs> what's wrong was <laughs> <laughs> that something i said wreck me you know yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> thomas normally says that to every guest that gets on yeah and please wreck that's me. What, yeah that's why uh mike tyson and uh all the rest got off <laughs> so, yeah. No, okay, enough of this. um <laughs> yeah no i think i look i i wish i and look, maybe it is something that I, I will lean into more over the years. You know, I'm still finding my feet in comedy terms, but um, certainly the video guys, like, again, just to, to point out, like Darren Conway, I could sit and watch Darren Conway for hours and end, like, and, and would cry laughing at every one of them. Um, just, just got a series. It. 
you've had, you know, like, yeah, he's, he's a serious fan. You see what he's doing now, like, he's his own RTE show. Um, with his buddy, you make, I can't think of your man's name now off the yeah. top of my head, but like, no yeah, there you go, there you go, John McLaughlin. Like, two top class, like, they're very, very funny. So, I, I would love to see Darren take to the stage, you know, sometime, but I'm sure he'd tell you to fuck off if you ever, if you ever tried to pull it on him, but you know, he is hilariously funny. So, I definitely see them as two two of two sides of the same coin really you know what i mean i respect sketch comedians as much if not sometimes more than stand-up comedians you know yeah it's such a small world uh, yeah isn't it we were we were chatting to um gerald walsh or gerard walsh earlier on and he's the uh, he's the filmographer for uh is that a word filmographer cinematographer cinematographer he's a cinematographer and uh he helps write the scripts for um darren and joe's new show that's what uh, I was thinking. No, no. The he's the director. Yeah. The director, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, there you go. <laughs> Small world, indeed. We were chatting to him earlier on. He was our first guest. What today. a legend. Well, what seriously, legend. man. That guy, that guy has some work ethic. Like, that guy just seems like he doesn't stop kind of thing, you know? Like, he, he does the recording, the editing. The, he has to write the scripts and works for RTE the whole time. Like, seriously, he's working yeah. his head off. Much respect yeah. to that guy. Yeah. It is. It's a it's a sickness. It really is, you know. Yeah. Once you get in, definitely. Um, yeah, he I, he's he's working pretty hard. Like while Darren might be the bigger guy when it comes to like, I guess, what do you call it, reputation and so on. Behind yeah. the scenes, he's out there getting everything sorted and yeah. got the show going in the first place. So incredible, incredible. guy. That's amazing. I would say saying the world is small. It's it's even smaller. He used to work for a guy who was oh, yeah. from our town called Paddy Slattery. And oh, he, he, yeah, imagine. <laughs> no, he um, did like a talk in our school. And it's kind of, the reason I wanted to go into media. And oh my God. Just, just found out like, that Jer was filming the same day, like f- filming for Paddy the same day he was doing that lecture, like in, the, in that hall. That's. That so is a small, it's a small world. ass world. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It really is. That's crazy. Yeah, but like, I mean, that's what separates every. You know, separates the best from the rest is is work ethic at the end of the day because nothing nothing kills talent quicker than ego, and and lack of work ethic. You know what I mean? And hard work will outwork talent every day of the week. You know, um, and that is the truth of it. That really is the truth of it. So like all the respect in the world to those guys they are you know that they, they are it, it you can't do anything but admire them i suppose you know when you see where where they've gotten to in such a a short space of time really you know yeah no. seriously not there also i didn't even know who darren was i'd say six months ago like i hadn't, I hadn't even heard of him the guy was like and then Gee, one day he, he just kind of nowhere. he just popped up he was like his tiktok was on my for you page and i'm watching it i'm thinking this guy's fucking hilarious yeah and next thing you know i'm hearing he's uh you know g- fighting some lad who does conor mcgregor impressions on the sir yeah. steve card and next thing you know he's interviewing <laughs> you know mary lou mcdonald and now has his yeah. own rte show like the guy yeah it's had it's, a fucking great year seriously he has and like i i i've been watching darren since like i'm not gonna say his early days but like definitely like like over a year anyway and like me and my my friend so i'm like one girl in a, a, a group whatsapp of past there was originally eight or nine lads in it you know um so yeah they're they're my my closest friends and uh 
yeah, we used to fire like Darren's videos back and forth, like whoever saw them first. And it all just started with him in a him in a phone in his hand, you know what I mean? And then he just, you know, he replied to Mary Lou McDonald and she replied to him then and then it became a thing on Twitter and then all of a sudden he's interviewing the leader of the opposition and like one of Ireland's most prominent political figures, let alone female figures yeah. in history on his fucking podcast. And they, I don't know, like I assume you guys have listened to it or watched it and it kicks off with her pretending to be his ma. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, what? It's, it's wild and like huge respect for Mary Lou, obviously in general and, and uh, you know, for doing that in particular. But um, it's just mental. Like some lad with his phone doing having conversations with himself and now all this like it's it, it's it's work ethic and it's talent you know um, it, it absolutely is mm. I, I, I said this earlier on today but I say it all the time fucking Steve-O went from like making videos in his car of being <laughs> like a, a racist old Irish guy and then now he is, is he organizing an event that has Conor McGregor fighting in it he, he's probably going to fight Conor McGregor like like oh. that's his plan <laughs> He's a headbanger. What a oh, guy. He is a headbanger. We love that man. Seriously. We've every, every, chatted to him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, seriously. He's every great, time man. we talk to him. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, yeah. That yeah. That's that's really, really cool. Now he is. I have a lot of respect for, for Steve. Oh, absolutely. He uh but again, it's the simplest ideas. And if you're funny, I remember so I don't know if you ever heard of Mike Morgan, also an Irish comedian, um from Cork. He won Show Me the Funny there uh, right before the pandemic really like really really class comedian so i used to work with mike in uh, the maradike entertainment complex in cork and he's actually the one who kind of gave me the push to to start comedy i am um, and this guy like i remember we'd be in the office together and he'd be like here how do i fucking post this on facebook like i have no idea what's going on dude has over a hundred thousand followers on tiktok now like you know what i mean he and and what he done was he was started by like I remember, for example, he took to do a leap of video, you know, and like it's you know the song where it goes did a full one eighty, and he was just in the car, and he you know when you see the guards a uh, guard a checkpoint up ahead, and then it kicks into done a full one eighty whatever, and just little things like that, and then he start recycling a lot of like um old stand up material, and in comedy we call that like when you're burning old material, which just means like putting videos up of it and blah blah blah, and um people fucking loved it and of course they did because he's an excellent comedian he's an excellent writer and yeah and that was his thing and I remember him saying to Khan and and him saying to me he was like just, just find your thing on Facebook and you do that thing like you juice the shit out of it you know what I mean um because that's what TikTok is about isn't it like you know you know people you might even know their names but it's like oh that's your one that does the Irish mammy impression videos or that's your man that does Mickey skips giving tips or, you know, whatever it is like, and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, I suppose leaning into your, leaning into your thing is, is a key to online success, I think as well. Mm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could find ours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. TikTok is something pal. we haven't figured out at all. Um, yeah. are you, you're, you're on TikTok, I guess. Yes. Yes. You I post am. on it? Um, I do, but again, I could definitely post more. I I I don't even post once a month to be honest, you know. Um, and yeah, I, I love it. Like I, I spend hours of my life on it some nights, but um, it's uh, yeah. So again, I just need to really 
I suppose find my voice, put more time into it, and kind of find whatever my thing is on TikTok and lean into it. But like, you know, it's 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 fine. It's another channel for me, and and then other people. Um, Mike is an example, but you know, have have huge followings on it. And it's hugely beneficial. They, you know, I'm a, in a past life of digital marketer as well. Um, social media specialist and that kind of thing. So I do firmly believe in the value of social media and managing it and mon- monitoring it and stuff. But I suppose I try not let it totally rule the comedy thing. You know, I spend enough of my life online. I spend enough of my working day online. Um, so I suppose the joy for me in comedy where I think I come to life is on stage, you know. Um, and like I said, I just need to keep working on the video thing and the TikTok thing. Um, a couple of videos there that I've done all right, but definitely, definitely now I need to post more regularly and, and good content, you know. It can definitely be disheartening looking at analytics sometimes and them not reaching what you think is its full potential. We've oh, definitely the experienced emotional. that. No, yeah, no, man. It's just that, uh, but no, <laughs> but no, it's true though. Okay, like, Tom, let it out, boy. <laughs> you know, you know, I post, you know, Fortnite funny number four hundred eighty-six, and it only gets thirteen thousand more views than this last one. I'm thinking, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. But uh, no, yeah, <laughs> like, it is. You know what I mean? No, yeah, we've had more views on one video on TikTok than we did in our entire like YouTube channel at one point. I think. But like it did nothing for us at the same time. Yeah. It's like yeah, with seventy thousand views on one video and not one single person does like let's check out this guy's YouTube. Because yeah, yeah, because yeah. it all it all happened in one day. I was like, oh shit, we we're famous now, Thomas. Yeah, um, we've made it. Big so we're getting we're do- out of eating dairy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our our biggest guest so far, Bruce Buffer, got on. Uh, guy announced for the UFC for anyone who doesn't yeah, know. Yeah, I know who Bruce Buffer is. Shut up. No way. He's, yeah. yeah, he's a lovely guy. Amazing guy. He gave lad, us extra time. Lad. So, ah, lad. Oh, yeah. my God. That's unreal. I know. Yeah, I know Bruce Buffer. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, he, he, te- he tells a story of how he fought a UFC fighter in, in an elevator. Uh, it was Frank Trigg because um, Frank Trigg was asking for a pay raise and I know he complimented. Our, Bruce had complimented Dana on his watch, which got his attention. So he gets karate okay. chopped in the throat by Frank. He's oh, like, Frank, what, what, what the fuck did you hit me? And um, he says, what are you going to do about it? And he says, that, that's not going to fly. He says, let's beat the fuck out of him. These, these two guys going at it like like a oh ranked heavyweight God, UFC man. fighter versus yes. Bruce Buffer, who's Bruce like... Bu- the yeah. And <laughs> they, they, they go on. But the, the clip was just that. I'm telling the story. It got 70,000 views. It all, all came in one day. Yeah. And we're sitting there like, okay, just like monitoring the subscribe, like the subscribers on the channel, like anything go up today. Yeah. Okay, views yeah. are about the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then shortly after I said, TikTok is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that's it. Like, I mean, you know, again, and again, this is my digital marketing brain talk and it's so important to have a presence um, on social media, you know, um, especially when you're at like, early early days and stuff like that and those presents or those platforms should i say need to be well maintained but i think you know like for you guys the way to get ears on on the podcast is directing them directly to that youtube or spotify or whatever it is you, you may want to 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 put this on but like that's your call to action you know what i mean but like you can get huge numbers on a tiktok video but like you think about it when you're sitting there in the middle of the night scrolling through TikTok and you see 
someone, you know, like a clip from a page or a brand or whatever, how often do you switch platforms? You don't switch platforms, you know what I mean? Just keep scrolling. Um, so it's important, you know, to, I suppose, if you're building an audience, it needs to be consistent. You need to have an end goal, drive them to the podcast, the website, the whatever it might be. Um, and I think for me, I spent so many years, I spent eight years chasing numbers on social media for brands, companies, etc. And you do, as Thomas said, you get disheartened very quickly because you can have a great day followed by 15 shitty ones, you know. Um, so I just think for me personally, when it comes to my creative stuff, I, I'm happy to maintain a presence on these things, but I, I'm, I refuse to live and die by the numbers. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, that's not what I'm in this for. I'm in this for the feeling you get on stage, the joy of making people laugh buzz in the room hanging out with the comedians blah 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 like that's that's where the real joy is you know that's pretty wholesome <laughs> no Thanks, i am actually man. tearing up yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh no you're right that, that is and you're doing it for the right reasons because there is people that get into you know entertainment for the wrong reasons and it's all yeah. about the numbers money all that kind of yeah, shit it's, it's also kind of noticeable oh yeah definitely if you ever you see you can tell who's in it because of the love of it and you can tell who's in it because you yeah. know mommy said go on tiktok and make hundreds of millions of dollars yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah that's it you're either is that yeah. mommy said is it what mommy said and then, <laughs> you know she got the wooden spoon and said oh the immersion yeah. but uh <laughs> get yeah. on youtube boy i'm on smack your ass you know <laughs> 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 thomas what was it you said like a lot of like Irish content creators go like two, two, I don't know. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm all for that. You know, Irish comedy, man. I'm a big fan of Irish people being very present in the entertainment sector. But I can't fucking stand Irish comedians who fucking dig their way into the stereotypical. Oh, I've left the immersion on, and let me get the wooden spoon and said, if you don't eat all your potato, I'll make you eat all your roast dinner. <laughs> And I'm just like, uh, shut up, please. It's not fucking funny anymore. And yeah. I just, it's like. So yeah, do you mean okay. like, do you mean just just so you know? I, I, you mean I suppose the Irish comics that kind of play it old school or lean into the Irish stereotype kind of thing. Kinda, and they're kind yeah. of like, I get it. I get the appeal to it to non-Irish people. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. like eh. Irish connoisseurs, but yes. to the the experienced yes. ones you know yeah i think yeah like i think it's really interesting um i'd like i absolutely agree with you i think that you know different comedians have different audiences that's absolutely mm, yeah. that you know that's that's a, a a given you know but um i remember mike uh so mike is from mallow and there's a gorgeous hotel down in mallow called the high b and mike saw that he'd done a hometown show and he sold out like it is it was 200 tickets I think it was a huge night big night for him he absolutely smashed it and I remember walking out um I think it was at the break of the show between the support act and Mike and there was a poster there for Pat Short and in my head like I don't get me wrong I love Pat Short you know what I mean but like his his audience and Mike's audience are, are two very very kind of different folk you know like and do their very different styles of comedy obviously um and I laughed myself and in my head I was like 
Jesus, Mike's doing Pat Short numbers, you know, like he's uh, he's filling out the function room just as well as Pat Short is. And look, I think there's, you know, the way there's different genres of films, types of films, all that kind of thing. It's the same. It's the same with comedy. But yes, if you ask me to sit through a diddly eye comedy set, would I be pissed off? Absolutely. Would the people of Boston love it? Absolutely. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's just a great way to put it. I, I, I can get the appeal to it too. Uh to other yeah. people but me nah it's just like you hear it once too many times and you know it's like yeah. it doesn't get funny it's just like uh, how, right. how many comedy shows you've been to Thomas me not that many two three maybe two or three yeah I did I kind of I kind of st- started one ago I was supposed to go to Jimmy Carr but it's been cancelled like four or five times now, ah, yeah, to yeah. be honest and it's like and the, the guy doesn't want to fucking do it the, the shit thing is is that we were in the front row so I definitely know I was going to be fucking roasted to, uh, to, to pieces which is what I want it's like lay into me Jimmy give it to me kind of thing you know? give it to me Jimmy give it to me that's why <laughs> I made extra for these tickets was your abuse but like uh, <laughs> you know it's just like it's 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 pretty shit uh, but you know yeah I've been to two or three of them and yeah. you know like yeah, but, uh, you know you've watched every fucking comedy special there is so of course like, of course yeah. well look what i what i would say to you and to to anyone who's listening is like oh my god don't get me wrong i'm a huge fan of those big comedy nights you know what i mean the, the tommy Tiernan nights the the des bishop the darrow breen night, you know all that kind of stuff but like you want to see some real magic like find out where the best comedy club is or you know like look up a few comedy clubs like near you and go go see some of the smaller shows because I swear to God, like well, you're paying a five or a tenner, whatever it might be, you know, and you're seeing some of literally the finest up and coming comedians and you're guaranteed a great night. Like it's, it's such a magic scene. The standard in Ireland is, is ridiculous. Um, you know, I, I think the path for a lot of Irish comedians is going over to the UK, um, which is sad, but it's almost the only way some people think it's the only way to make like a, a truly good living off comedy in full-time sense but I don't think that's I don't think that's the truth we have some incredible comedians here incredible headliners um Jerry you saw Joe there you know it, well on Sunday. I've seen some of it <laughs> yeah sorry some of it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, before you were carried out <laughs> yeah were you carried out man dude I you know me I've never gotten sick drinking no as I, I wear on my chest yeah, of course. Like a golden star a teacher gave me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember they gave you the plaque for, you know, never been drunk. And know? I was pretty close. And I was like, Joe was talking. And we've had Joe on the show before. Yeah. So I'm, I'm well used to him. And I'm sitting there like, okay, just keep talking, Joe. I'm trying to not get sick. I'm trying to focus on Joe. Keep talking, Joe. Yeah, yeah that's funny, Joe. Yeah, real good, Joe. And yeah. Um, yeah. I'm like, okay, I cannot handle this anymore. Oh, <laughs> The girlfriend just got me a Guinness. You better have oh. a sip or two. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I had to run to the fucking jacks. I, I didn't even go. I was just sitting there at the sink like... Don't get sick. Don't Ooh. get sick. Oh, there's no worse feeling. <laughs> there is. Yeah. It's like, I, I can't break oh. this streak. I can't do it. No, I know. I know. Uh, is alcohol <laughs> poisoning or death? Ah. <laughs> I fucking gladly take death, man. Yeah. yeah uh, right in the eye. So I went out as a man. Went out yeah. on my throne. <laughs> it, it, it didn't help. We stayed in like a shoddy hotel and the fireworks went on till seven. And oh, I check out was at 11. So it was a nightmare. That sounds intense. Yeah. 
honestly Jesus. intense. Like she's kind of glad I missed it now. No offense. You know, I say <laughs> you were great, Sinead. I, I say I missed like, a whirlwind of a, but Jesus, Jared. Like being with you, man, I say it would have ruined my evening completely. No, <laughs> not even my evening, man. Dumb. My entire October. No, no, no. no. My entire October, man. <laughs> they, the two of them wobbled out with the wobbled out of the venue after the show. Thanks a million. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Into the night. <laughs> yeah. How the fuck did he manage to get you to go on a fucking show? That's so funny. Just for getting sick of it. Right, I was supposed to have Sinead on beforehand. Oh, uh, yeah. I know that. <laughs> I was supposed to record before the show started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't that bad. I was pretty fucked up. It wasn't that bad. No, no, you were fine. He comes up to me and he goes, I do a podcast and blah blah, blah and he, he mentioned the podcast. I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, I know, I know. And he was like, I'll go have you on. And I was like, perfect. Just, I don't know what you want to do. Email me or Instagram, follow you on Instagram. I was like, okay, cool. All right, have a good night. <laughs> <laughs> you make me sound like a fucking plonker. Yeah. No, <laughs> you made me sound like he was like uh, fucking dying, like fucking, no, fucking yeah. wheelchair no. out of there. Right, know, full out. of joy, what? full of joy, dressed when, in Mad Hatter. Uh, okay, that must have been some sight. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot was I was wearing beautiful. that outfit. It was beautiful. Um, it was beautiful. Yeah. Uh, there was. I was like embarrassed wearing that thing because Shauna wants to be like Alice in Wonderland, and she's like, "Oh, wear this," and I was like, "Oh, fucking alright." <laughs> Get it on. I took the hat off. I was like, "I'm not wearing the fucking hat." And then, then he said like something about like, "Oh, it's like fifty quid or something for." Like best dress. I was like, Sean, I get the hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, get the hat. Get the fucking hat, yeah. Sean. Yeah. yeah, I know, I know, right? But it's a good prize, all right, uh, for sure. And that was, it was dead sound and dropped out twice to, uh, to yeah. let us have that as well. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, it was a brilliant, brilliant place. Um, yeah. Only thing I, I missed was, I thought Kiko was going to go up because I've been chatting to him for fucking ages. And yeah. no luck. Didn't that go Yeah, up? no, no, he, um, no. So, so just to just to explain, um, we said when we started, right? So it was three shows that were started over lockdown: uh, Rascal on the Friday, Party Tits on the Saturday, um, and Sunday were all over on the Sunday. And Kigo said he was going to do weekend tickets that would cover all three shows, and that was grand. They sold pretty well, to be fair. So we all made the agreement between the three shows or three organ, well, the, the however many organised the shows. We were like, right, let's not book each other and let's not book um let's not book the same comedians as far as we can help it right because then it would just turn into essentially um just the same comics or similar comics for the weekend and, and we didn't want that especially with the, the weekend ticket being on sale so and I also said like for, from my perspective I wanted as many comedians as possible to be a part of this weekend you know so you know yourself it could have been three nights of comedy and nine or ten comedians tops you know what I mean like I'm just playing the same shows and shit like that so so yeah we kind of wanted to avoid that crossover and kind of have the shows as diverse as possible and and things like that and I think you know three shows three different formats I think we definitely achieved that you know and and um yeah just a, a different flavor every night which was really really cool but I'm so sorry that's a long way of answering why Kigo didn't go up but yeah so party he's part of the party tits and they had their show on saturday great name great name for podcasts and um they done their show on saturday so he was also the organizer of, of the entire event uh the entire festival so i think he probably had a, a nice night just sitting in the back and uh turning on the tunes when people were coming on you know yeah we seem to talk to him we seem to be very passionate about comedy and 
organizing these events and you know letting comedians such as yourself uh get a platform and have the opportunity to sit you know yeah. do stand up and yeah he's, he's, he's really pretty cool new dude. as well he's yeah. amazing yeah he's amazing he is he's I, I can't say enough good things about him um i only met him for the first time like in person i think in june june or july um, and we'd just been doing online gigs together and he genuinely felt like someone I could be friends with and then we met in real life and yeah we got on famously obviously but I think what I love about Kigo is he's obviously so naturally funny um, but like you said he's so passionate about this for the right reasons very very hard work ethic very business minded and fucking funny that's the most important part he's funny he's got the substance to back it up he'll tell you himself he's still pretty new at it but he'll get there, no problem. You know what I mean? He'll he's he'll smash it. He is smashing it. So, yeah, he's a, a good pal and a, a great comedian too. Yeah. Good things to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dead right. Dead right. <laughs> well, anyways, look, looking forward to how you get on, like moving on from this whole malarkey. Um, hopefully, goes a bit better. Um, and we don't go back to another lockdown. <sighs> oh please god yeah look it's it's been funny you know it was obviously not great when we were in it but i think i'm enjoying comedy a lot more now and um uh, a couple of my friends that are comics as well have said like they're able to see that which is is nice of them to say you know but um yeah look hopefully it doesn't uh it doesn't happen all over again because i cannot go back to not wearing a bra for two weeks straight basically <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, you know what I'm talking about, boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I've never won a bra, so thankfully. No, no, yeah. Life's really. been good. It's been, good. It's been fun good. this lockdown, but. Uh... <laughs> Not that fun, you know. <laughs> we, we, we took advantage of it. Like, we grabbed it by the balls and twisted and pulled. Um, yeah. Like, we really went fucking hard trying to, like, get something going. But, uh, Going back to college, Jesus Christ! Yeah, how's that? How are you finding it? It's, it's a kick in the teeth, especially with the yeah. podcast. We don't really. We, we didn't know, upload we for could. like two weeks. We probably could find the time, but it's it's more like the uh, mentality kind of like we're just wrecked. I mean, we're up at like yeah. six o'clock every morning. Jared has to walk, you know, forty minutes to get the bus. It's like what? then, like you know, we're we like we're 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 there in college like i don't i don't get home for 12 hours kind of thing wow. when you have one class some of those so it kind of just like gets to you right. you know it's like yeah yeah so that's that's a lot that but like today lot. like today we had the day off and we just said we're gonna go fucking ham at a free podcast one clip and uh what's in a second brilliant and a partridge brilliant. and a pear tree but like that's you know, it <laughs> no, no work, boys. we, we got, got some good stuff on today um even with this fucking broken camera where is he motherfucker yeah. get over here get the hard working webcam and look, look how bollock this is this is like a year Gosh. and a bit old yeah yeah some cheap ass fucking shit, tree man. home unbranded piece of shit to be honest i'm gonna do the same thing with my phone man my fucking camera quality is shite look at this so is mine this is the, still pretty that's his phone his i know yeah but like i'm saying but his camera quality doesn't even picture all my all my good yeah. sides well, it's just as well because I would be blown away by your radiant beauty if that camera was any better quality, to be honest. So. That's why we actually had a company meeting and made it lower. I, yes, said, I said, fuck yeah. up your lighting as well. Now you're making yeah. me blush. But, uh... <laughs> and I can't see because the camera quality is shit, right? So happy day. Well, lucky. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, we're approaching 
35 minutes. Um, I'm about ready to pass out and die twice. Um, so, Shay, if people want to check you out, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram um, and uh, Facebook as Sinead Walsh Comedy. Uh, same with TikTok. And you can also find me on Twitter as well. Um, so please do give me a follow. Give me a like. I have promised better TikTok content. Um, and yeah, you'll find all my upcoming shows on Instagram as well. You've heard it here first. There we go. Um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of it, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be pretty weird for you listening. Okay, we... we We've kind of connected three different stories today over three different podcasts. That's going to be over uploaded over a week and a half. So this next week and a half, lads, it's going to be pretty fucking weird. Excellent. Excellent. So, Thank you for having me. Thank you of course. for getting on. Thanks, thanks for getting on. Short notice really as fuck. really appreciate your time. No idea. Fucking guy dressed as a Mad Hatter walks up to you at a comedy show like, we're going to get on my show. And you <laughs> got on. I had a 50 quid voucher, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that actually, actually sounds like a setup for a joke. A Mad Hatter walks up to you in a bar. <laughs> and says, do you want to get on a show? And I say, fuck that acid was well worth the price tag. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, there you go. Um, So if you want to check check out Janae, you know where to find him. And fucking sound for listening. There's my camera. Fucking sound for listening. Have a good one. Take it handy. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Boop. Okay. That was good crack, wasn't it, Thomas? A fucking great episode. Christ. She's hilarious, man. Seriously fun times um so if you want to check out Sinead you know where to find him um Sinead Walsh comedy on pretty much everything but now what you've all been waiting for Patreon the fucking sound part of the night where we try to convince you to spend your money on on us to see extra stuff that we're at are we worth it it. I don't know just do it (laughs) (laughs) Thomas doesn't eat in weeks give him a break (laughs) You know, Jared says we're not actually allowed to use the bathroom without another Patreon. So <laughs> just for company guidelines and all this shit, please, for the love of God, do it. For uh, the overall legality. <laughs> uh, we're only messing with you, but, you know, if you do want to, you know, get exclusive access to episodes before they come out on the YouTube and the Spotify, make sure to head over to that Patreon. Drop us a sub. We'd really appreciate it. Honest to God. It's uh, just below little link. Um, but if you don't want to do that, you're skint, but you want to do a good deed. <laughs> I'm making this out like it's some kind of fucking yeah. uh, whatever <laughs> um, you can just give us give us, subscribe like maybe comment um, we've got other, other social media linked below if you want to follow us it means the world um, we stay super active on our Instagram mm. Thomas is crazy active on Twitter he's tweeting at everyone social justice warriors all kinds people with blue hair they're getting destroyed um, <laughs> so yeah the crack is being had there so if you want to follow us Go ahead or don't. We love you anyway. Have a good one and bye-bye.